0: Stop into one of their thousands of retail locations and talk with a battery specialist about batteries for your truck, trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. New from Moultrie Mobile, the feed hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the O2 Podcast, Ohio Outdoors Podcast here on uh, the Sportsman's Nation. Tonight, you've got just Andrew. Paul is out hunting turkey somewhere. Uh, I know he told me where he was going, but I can't recall exactly where um, what part of the country. When I asked him to come uh record tonight he said he was in such such bad service area it wasn't going to be worth it so you're stuck with me for this week um so i'll just go through and get the introduction part of this started first off just want to say uh thanks to our partners over at go wild you guys uh i know a lot of you have have joined or are, are active on there it's great to see i had really great good participation there with that giveaway we just had i'm sure we'll have more in the future but it's it's great to see you guys' pictures popping up there and meeting new people. So we appreciate that. But if you're not familiar, Go Wild is the online platform for your uh, uncensored pictures of your animals and your harvests, and you don't have to worry about any anything getting taken down. It's really a cool community, to be honest with you. So just a reminder, they've got their Send It Slam coming up here on July 9th. Uh, it's an outdoor festival. We've got some archery competitions, a 3D shoot uh, country music, local food, uh, all down in Louisville. So really not too far of a, of a jog down the road down 71 there, um, into Louisville. It should be a good event. So I've talked to the guys over there. It sounds exciting. It sounds like they've got, they put a lot of time and effort into this. It might be something really to consider there on July 9th. Um, so thank you again to the guys over at Go Wild and then Tethered, our, our buddies over at Tethered with the saddle hunting setups. Uh, now's the time to start thinking about that and getting really geared up, figure out what you need. Feel free to ask me questions. They've got tons of good uh, information on their website and their social media and that kind of stuff. But now is the time that you guys want to get that stuff figured out so that you're comfortable come the fall. You want to get time to get up in the tree, uh, maybe not on a day like today, so I'm recording this on Monday, and for anybody that was in Ohio on Monday, I'm sure you felt some of the snow and rain and 35 degrees or whatever, So, uh, but on a better day, when it's nicer out like this upcoming weekend, if you're not in Turkey Woods, it'd be a great time to get your saddle gear out and start getting comfortable in that. So tethernation.com uh, is where you want to go, check out uh, all their lineups we're gonna try to get somebody from them on here soon to talk and see uh answer some of the questions as far as how that goes. So, first of all, we've got our let's take a look at our calendar here coming up. Um boy, Earth Day is, is Friday the twenty second. Right? And Arbor Day is coming up uh, very soon as well. I wanna say it's the twentieth, but should have had that one anyways Arbor Arbor Day trees we need those for the the animals don't be afraid to go out and plant some trees anybody who knows me knows I'm not the total tree hugger but um, I do have a degree in horticulture and that's uh so the tree thing does kind of uh, play a part of that so looking at the news that's come out this week we have some updates on our our hunting regulations for 2022 2023. And I'm going to go through, first of all, the fall turkey season that was taken down from 37 days or from 52 days to 37 days. So 2022 fall turkey season will run October 8th to November 13th. That is a quite a bit different, quite a bit shorter than what we've had in the past. Um, I'm sure Paul is, is very heartbroken Um, to me. That just looks like a great time to be out in the woods um, for the rut. But either way, uh, fall turkey season has been reduced. Some of that probably has a lot to do with, uh, population numbers and that kind of stuff. So, uh, on the deer front, your archery season is going to start September 24th. That's pretty standard. Gun season is November 28th to December 4th standard. Got that bonus weekend again on the 17th and 18th. Of December, we've got 18 counties that are going to have an increase in harvest number, or uh, lot deer permits that you're allowed to take deer in those counties. So check your the ODNR website; they've got a list of all those counties exactly. But it's a lot of what uh, Mike Tonkovich have been talking about—that our population was getting up there, and it's time to start taking them out a little bit, a little bit more. So for any of you in those 18 counties, you might be able to pick up another doe or two depending on where you're at. I think personally, the most interesting thing of all of these regulations was the CWD surveillance area. So we're talking about that area of Hardin County, Wyandotte County, Marion County, kind of up there by upper Sandusky, Marion and that region. Uh, so, you know, they've had a CWD case or two up there. I think they found another one or two here in 2021 but they're going to open it up up there a little bit we've got the archery season in that in that zone is going to start on september 10th so that might be early enough to catch you a velvet buck if you get the chance they're going to have a gun season on october 8th through october 10th so that's a little bit more um of an opportunity in that area and very early. So they're really trying to knock it down up there. Um, if you've got the opportunity to take a look at uh, or some land up there to, to hunt on, it might be something to get you going there first thing in the year. So like I said, Paul is out hunting turkeys somewhere in this country. Uh, I'm not, I'm going to let him talk about that. Hopefully he comes back with something next week to uh fill us all in on his success or how the birds outsmarted him again for me personally uh i got some arrows from our friends down at sirius this past week so that was really uh that was on friday my good friday was spent playing with the arrows and some of the tools there super cool um setups beautiful arrows and I'm just screwing around with the weights, man. I, I figured out that I had a, I was been shooting 693 grains, which that is a freaking heavy arrow, really heavy arrow. And I think I wanna go a little bit lighter. I think I'm gonna end up in that 600 range just to try to get a little bit more speed with it. Uh, but still, for a white-tailed deer, that's gonna be plenty. Um, in the future, uh, we are going to have I don't know what we're going to call it or how we're actually going to release it, but I'll spill the beans now. We've been doing some podcast recordings with Dr. Ed Ashby of the Ashby Foundation, and he's the one that really started the ball on the uh, the heavier arrow research and the all the, all the stuff. I won't get into that. They're very long episodes. They're very in-depth. He knows what he's talking about. He's done the work. So I think we might uh, drop those kind of on their own, uh, but we'll see how things go. So uh, that said, I spent a lot of time with that. Next week, I'm trying to get out, do a little fishing up on the lake. I've heard that the walleye are biting. So that might be something to come back with a little bit of an update there. And then uh, obviously this weekend is the opener for turkey season. And so all of us in the south zone, we'll get to start our turkey season there. Um, Paul and I will be heading to the hills somewhere, I think, if I understand it right. But one thing, you know, just to review, make sure you guys get your manuals out. Double check all the everything. We got one one bird this year, okay? So that's your bag limit. Get that one and you're done. But... uh. We to start on this south zone, April 23rd to May 1st, 30 minutes before sunrise until noon. So the day is done. But that's okay, because if you're like me, you got T-ball in the afternoon and two-year-old birthday parties and then first communion on Sunday. So, you know, there's things that you got to get to um, outside of the turkey woods. But anywho, that's what we're looking forward to and hopefully come down with something something fun there to report back. Um, outside of that, I think, I don't think we've got a whole lot other, uh, news for you at this point. We will keep watching and seeing what's going on. Uh, just this week's episode is going to be with the working class bow hunters. So this is one that Paul and I did down at the, oh boy, the sportsman show. We'll just call it that. Right. What was it? It's not the Ohio outdoor show. I can never remember it. Uh, that's why I need Paul here, but we were down there. We went to their booth. If you guys aren't familiar with the working class bow hunters, it's a good group of guys. They're very skilled. Uh, they're one of the originals when it comes to hunting podcasts. I think I just saw they had like 504 episodes. And so if you do the math, that's a lot of episodes. If you do one a week, um, they've been at it for a while. Uh, They're part of the Drury team. I believe, um, we met with Kurt Geyer and Clint Casper. They were awesome. I will tell you that part of their thing is that uh, you know the language is a little bit more on the adult side. Um, we're all adults, so no problems there. Just give you a fair warning here. Uh, but we just talked to them some of the basics about you know what it's what it's like doing what they're doing. You should see their if you didn't see their booth at the show. It was amazing, um, beautiful. so that's kind of what they do now is travel around and record podcasts and if you need if you want to check out their podcast. They just had a really nice one with Michael Waddell and uh, it was good stuff. So no further ado. Thank you again to Go Wild. Thank you to Tethered and thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. You guys, the support's been awesome. Um, if you haven't, feel free to leave us a review on the podcast uh, program there, and we would appreciate that. The02podcast.com, podcast on Instagram. Uh, Paul runs the Twitter at OhioHunt. And then, of course, on Go Wild, we are the O2 Podcast. I think that's all we got, so no further ado. Here is the Working Class Bow Hunters. Take care, everybody. Nope, you can do it. No you, don't. you do it. Well, we're down here at the uh what is this called? I, I get it wrong every time.
2: Open season,
1: Open season expo, Andrew. There we go. I'll get it one of these years, so um but we are standing here in the working class bow hunter podcast uh booth. This is pretty cool. We're royalty. joined, joined with, uh, royalty with these two guys. Don't, don't shake do that your to head, us. Kurt. Don't don't do that to us. Kurt and Clint. We're trash so. people man. <laughs> and we everyone are. knows it. We
2: are. We are too. So man, I, I appreciate you guys uh, agreed to talk to us. So I've been following you guys on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You guys have been on a grind for like, I feel like what? Eight months straight.
3: I feel like we've been on tour. Like I yeah. feel like an old dirty rock band that just, <laughs> but I don't know We're we're doing like a hard push right now with yeah. The new jury series, Clint's new series, the CC Hunt Files, and just uh, you know me going full time, hitting every show that we can, and then basically gonna try and go on as many hunts as we can this year, and just be everywhere, even though that's not possible. But we're trying our best. So yeah, we're we're at, we're full push mode is what we're doing. No,
2: I I love it. So let's just just real quick talk about. What WCB is? What that? What your show's about? And yeah. you know, for our listeners that might not listen,
3: yeah, it's just working class bowhunter podcast. Uh, we started and we launched our first episode in March of twenty fifteen. So Look at us, we missed our anniversary. I didn't even think about it.
2: We did, we really did. Uh, happy, Mar- happy anniversary. Hey, thank thanks, you,
3: Paul. thanks. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we've been. Uh, I don't know. One of the, f- I don't know. It's crazy to think twenty fifteen. We're one of the few podcasts at the time. Um, haven't missed a week since, and just tried to put out like raw, no bullshit, just who we are type podcast and have fun with it and show that you don't really need to be this buttoned-up industry thing. I mean, still be respectful of everything, you know, but still talk how you talk and be who you are. Yeah, for sure. And uh, that's just what we've done since the beginning and drank beer and had good times through the whole process and, uh, you know, evolved to what we're doing now. And uh, that's basically the Roundup version of what we do. That's
2: good. I know you guys just celebrated – five hundred episodes, man. Yeah. That's that's quite an accomplishment just for I Thanks. mean just for any any podcast, any content creator, man. That's that's really good. So so Thank congratulations you. on that. Thank you. Clint, you're an Ohio boy, man. You're 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 stuck here. I see <laughs> you hunting everything but whitetail deer. On Instagram, every once in a while I see you on it. Mean, you're again. an elk guy, man. That's every, in your blood. Isn't mule deer, it? mule deer, mule deer. Okay, yeah, man, that's, that's, that's most, where it's at for me. Most Western
3: yeah. dude east of the Mississippi. Yeah,
2: no, no kidding, man. So, I know. I'm
4: just trying to get out to Wyoming or Montana. I'm stuck in Ohio. I need one of those shirts stuck in Ohio. <laughs> we'll we'll make real. them and sell them for it. Yeah, uh, you, no, you just I'll need to
3: wear an Ohioist for lovers shirt, right? Yeah, you guys, that is that your guys' favorite band out here in Ohio? For Harford sure. Heights?
4: Yeah.
3: ACDC, actually. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So one of, one, of
2: my, one of my favorite deer hunting stories that I've heard recently is the story that you told about the Giant 8 on the WCB podcast. Oh, the, the frozen so, fingers buck. Yeah. Everyone so, knows it from that. So just give me, just real quick, the one thing that I, I, I literally just started laughing as soon as you did it. Give me a squirrel call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I I told you guys, I'm like That's the worst good. bow hunter in the state of Ohio. And I've had deer, like, come in. And Don't like, say you know, that, man. You'll you're move not. and, like, yeah, you'll fart or whatever. Like, you get nervous. yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, you need to make noise and a deer will, like, turn right. and look at you. And right. I'm like, well, I'm fucked. Yeah, right. And right. you're like, no, I'm just going to start squirrel chattering. And, and, like, my brain melted down. I'm like, oh, my God, I need I, to learn how I to. I have, was shocked.
3: S- I've been really good friends with Clint for years. I've never heard that. He, he's like a grandmaster squirrel calling. <laughs>
2: it, was, it was turkeys or squirrels, man. And there was there was
4: no turkeys around at that time. So I'm like Cause I've done the turkey deal before, you know what I mean? Just some hen collects and purrs just, you know, yeah. and just to calm stuff down, you know, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. I mean, you get a old doe to pinch you down and she's like, nah, man, that's not working. But
2: I was like, this is all I got, you know, yeah. it
4: was
3: now I would ever. never squirrel call out a deer, but that's, it's, hilarious. it's all I
2: had, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to try it. Like the first deer I see, I'm just going like, I'm 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 to like, I'm just to see gonna what happens. Yeah, Just to see, just to see what happens. <laughs> yeah.
4: I mean, I think it was, I'd love to say it was my calling skills, but I think it was just a scenario. I'm in like this old like beechnut nut tree. I got walnuts around me, oaks everywhere, squirrels everywhere. And they saw something, you know, like the little buck that caught me drawing. He saw something, but did not know. Nobody else though saw it. They just ran and trotted off because he did. So, I mean, realistically, I think if they would have picked me off, it wouldn't have worked. But in that scenario, like it was enough to be like, oh, fuck, squirrel. Okay, we're (laughs) good. Back to feeding. I'm like. Come on. Come on. <laughs> so how like you had like a little spike buck under your stand for It was if, a bat wall. There was nine there was eight bucks with with the giant eight and a doe. And he got so close underneath me that I forgot he was like there. So I'm trying I'm coming back to full draw. Everything's in front of me. He's right below me looking up like Stay hey on friend. Your mic, Clint. He's like, "Hey friend, what are you doing?" You know, like looking up. I didn't see that because I'm like looking over him. Yeah. He, he's he's right below me. So he's like kind of looking around, you know, like, "What are you doing?" He just wanted to be my friend. I feel like all the other deer like kept pushing him off. <laughs> hey, buddy! <laughs> and then that's kind of like when he sk- like skirted, they just went with him, but they didn't know. So I mean, I think if that doe would have caught me, I think it would have been totally different. Cause she was an old doe. Luckily, wow, it was see. luckily it was a little buck. But squirrel call, man, that's a new thing.
2: <laughs> oh my! I, lo- I love. It's pretty it. pretty amazing. Man. It's it, it's, it is. It's, yeah, it's it's a, was- it was. It's it the was, new trend,
4: dude. You gotta be a squirrel caller. <laughs>
2: let's let's do it, man. We're gonna we're gonna figure that
3: one out. Yeah. So we'll do a tutorial video on how to Next squirrel Next year, call.
4: you can come see me. I'm gonna do seminars twenty twenty three on, on the squirrel chuckle.
2: Uh, on, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's just the title of your seminars Distracting Doe's in distracting the late season does. <laughs> with squirrel sounds. It's oh, like it, it's
4: like all I had, man. So it worked out that time, but I'm not gonna say it'll forever again. Yeah, the one time I needed it though, it worked.
2: <laughs> no, I, th- I thought that was hilarious, man. I-, I I laughed so. I think I messaged you. You on did. Instagram. I'm you like, did. I-, I had to stop this. I-, I was laughing so hard, like I couldn't. Be- I couldn't believe that worked. So yeah, that's so hilarious. You, you guys are-, are are tied in tight with two legends, man, in, in the outdoors, Mark and, and Terry Drury. So yeah. what- what's it like working with those guys? And yeah, it's I mean, they've cool. done a lot for this industry.
3: Oh yeah, I mean pioneers for sure. You know, I I grew up looking up to the juries and even like you know the real tree boys and you know i mean all those guys you know but uh the juries especially being more midwest focused and big bucks and that whole deal but no it's amazing you know i'm pretty close with mark we've podcast with terry um i'm not as close with i just i see him less often you know um but it's it's incredible um i consider mark like a really good friend like and it's kind of crazy you know like Just when he killed this big buck, he FaceTimed me real late at night, and, like, I answer the call, and he's, like, showing me this 217-inch or whatever, and Bucky shot. And then I get off the phone, and my wife goes, 12-year-old Kurt would be losing all his mind right now. And I'm like, yeah, I know. It's kind of crazy to think, like, you know, we work with them guys, but I also consider them friends, and they love our crew, man. We love everybody at Jury. They're some of the best people, and they really care about hunting and really care about the industry. Um, even when you go down to the jury office that's in uh, just outside of St. Louis, everyone there is awesome. Um, you know, outside of Mark and Terry, you know, they're the faces of it, obviously, right? But you have all these other people that, like, build up this big production of what they do. And it's pretty incredible to see, you know, the amount of content they crank out at a high quality, at high speed. It takes a, an army, really, to get that out. And yeah, they're, sure. the, the amount of talent they have in that company is insane.
1: Yeah, so. so I think I stayed at a Drury Inn one time. That's about as close as I get to the, you know the Drury the yeah. <laughs> You know
3: what's funny? When when I went down to their office for the first time, they put me up in a, in a Drury hotel, and I'm like, cool. I'm not even going to ask. But I don't know. I hope there's some sort of ownership there, but I don't think there <laughs> is.
1: But you mentioned earlier uh, that what you're doing this year. What was the program, or what, what are you guys coming out with? That You want to talk about that a the little Deer bit? The DeerCast series? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah that, that launched late last year. We only did eight episodes in 2021. Uh, but this year we do, it's a new episode every week and they're video and audio. So uh, they're exclude. Well, the video side is exclusive to DeerCast. So if you have the DeerCast app and jury outdoors, YouTube, yep. uh, they, la- I think the launch schedule now is every Monday. It'll be up on DeerCast Wednesdays. It'll be up on the jury YouTube. And then the audio launches Monday on our regular podcast platform. So um, yeah, that's a new episode every week. Uh, I don't know when this episode launches, but we're in the middle of doing the Turkey OG series, which we did. Mark and I did four episodes with just absolute turkey legends of the industry. And just each one we focused on a different, um, just different main topic with these guys and just let them just spit knowledge into a microphone for us. So probably my favorite informational episodes we've done as of recent. And it's just kind of funny that they're focused on turkeys, which is normally not what we're focusing on, you know, because they don't have antlers.
1: So. so, are you guys all traveling around in different states and doing all that kind of stuff? We and did all
3: these remote, and I think a lot of that's just one, it's easier because Mark lives three hours west of me, and then all these guys are, they're all over. So, we just did Zoom calls style setups, and I mean, we talk from uh, the first one's like tough turkey hunting scenarios. I don't know when this launch, I don't want to give them all away. But then we got one on calling, and The past, present, and future of the wild turkey. And then we do one, uh, we close it out with uh, like the uh, progression of like the film production of hunting turkeys from the 80s to now and like what to expect in the future. So we give you a little bit of every niche of turkey hunting from these legends and. Like just legendary dudes that paved the way for, really paved the industry for what oh, they've done. Yeah.
4: So all four, cool. I mean, just
3: yeah. big.
4: Yeah.
1: And then turkey being, hunting,
4: you think of these four. One hundred. At least I do. Like immediate.
3: Yeah. Yeah, like the next one's coming up with uh, Rob Keck. Rob Keck. and yeah. man, that guy, Papa Rob, dude, oh, dude, legend. he's just
2: entrenched in you, turkey. I mean, he he's forgotten more turkey knowledge he, yeah. than any of us would he have ever. He just dropped knowledge on me for uh, an hour, yeah. and he's got that sultry, buttery voice that you want uh-huh. to listen to for hours. I told so. me he needs
3: to read a bunch of books on tape for me so I exactly. can just play them on. So doing.
2: let's. I want to I ask you guys. I mean, you you guys have been in the podcasting you said since 2015. Yeah, and it's been. I feel like the content creation, YouTube, podcasting has been on hyperspeed like light speed oh, yeah. since 2016 17. Yep, yeah. How have you seen that, you know, this industry that we're all in? Have you seen that change And
3: Well, what's funny is like when we first started, you know, I mean, the first year we weren't at doing shows and it was all new. So like we kind of forced to be on the the forefront of it all, I guess, is because we've been around a little longer. Um, so we kind of evolved with it, but like our first show we did was the Iowa Deer Classic. And it was like people would come by and look and be like, what the hell is a podcast? And I had to be like, oh, yeah, you listen to podcasts? They're like, I don't even know what that is. So, like, for the old-timers, would be like, Internet radio, man. Imagine ham radio that you yep. can get on your phone. You already have the app on your iPhone, yeah, man. Let me show there. you. <laughs> to now, people are like, you guys are on Spotify, right? Like, that yeah. is the biggest change. It's like, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's just like people not knowing what it is to, Yeah, you're oh, on Spotify. You're on, Spotify. You're right on next Pod Right next B. to Joe Rogan, right? Yeah, right next- yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that guy. <laughs> So, I mean, honestly, thanks to Joe Rogan, I, I think that's why a lot of it has changed. But For um, sure. podcasts right now, we're going through the same surge as, like, what hunting shows did in the, yep. like, mid-2000s, late-2000s of, you know, everybody had a hunting show. There, Everyone was a couple on a hunting show, like Lee and Tiffany. Yep. Like, everybody's fighting to, oh, I got a show. I got this. Podcast came out. There's a handful. Uh, I mean, there's pioneers of the podcast industry you know i think we're in there dan johnson's definitely in there mark kenyon's i mean you can name there's a handful of us um but i think we would all agree we see it and it's not a bad thing you know i think it's a good thing oh yeah Uh, yeah it's 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 i don't know if you want to call it competition but i guess you're fighting for a download or fighting for a view all Mm -hmm. the time which is kind of annoying but um it's good right It, it causes people to be creative which is awesome and have fun so but, no, for sure, yeah, for sure. I, so that's the biggest change, I guess, to answer that question. Yeah,
2: no, that's that's good. I, I know, like, I, I started hunting in like 2007, mm-hmm. and I didn't I didn't grow up hunting, and I didn't know anything. That's cool though. I knew I, I knew nothing, and uh, it it was funny that the first turkey call I ever bought. Was a Primo's power crystal? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, and I didn't realize one. that you had to scratch the surface oh, yeah. to get it to work. So for like weeks, get it I'm like, in. God damn it! I can't get this yeah. turkey call to work. Slick. Turkey season's like two ah. weeks away. What do I do? Ah. It's just making. Yeah, and, and so there was there was no YouTube, there was no podcast. What? Like, yeah, you, you had like uh, yeah. you had like magazines. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, which you're a part of one now, which is really cool. I want to touch on that, but. Yeah, so it's I, I feel for like new hunters or people that want to get better, man, YouTube podcasts, it's really changed oh, yeah. the game. Oh, and, for sure. And, and if you do it the right way. You yep. know, there's a lot of people and you talked about it on your most recent podcast where people were like, you know, don't talk about something that you're not good at. Don't act like you're good at something. Like yeah. me, I'm the shittiest bow hunter in Ohio, I'm gonna say it again. Don't say I just, that, I, I ask, hate that. I ask the right questions, yeah. you know. Muts has seen me in action. I'll tell you um, this.
3: I, I guarantee it. I know people with podcasts that are worse hunters than you. So I hate to yeah. – oh, don't, don't just, discredit yeah, yourself. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. just
2: like to – I like to – you know, I ask the questions because I really want to learn. I want to know. Yeah. I think I think there's a lot of people out there. Like We talked to Scott Ellis a couple weeks ago. He was yep. talking about alcohols, like alcohol. Oh, yeah. And he was telling us that hmm. it, at the right. NWTF show, people didn't know that they had to, like, cup – you know oh for sure back pressure on the owl. sure and he's like well, yeah, i have been t- turkey hunting for 20 years and he's like well you're holding the call wrong so right yep. and, you know there's always a you don't place know unless you know I yeah guess. there's the always old a old owl hoot yeah exactly oh, can whoo, you do- whoo, whoo, whoo. <laughs> oh my god what <laughs> like what animal noise can't you do like can you <laughs> meow like a cat
4: uh, i've never really tried it
2: okay
3: <laughs> yeah, i'm sure mama I'm sure kitty. kitty mama kitty <laughs> you gotta hear the white tail adrenaline boys they're the good owl callers aren't yeah. they tanner
4: yeah they're pretty good at it. yeah tanner can
3: he can rip off a good owl kitty really yeah those guys can do anything so
2: Clint, you're all over the world, man. You're like I'm, you're you're everywhere. You're you've got the WCB. You've you're got subscribed C- to my you're subscribed to my
4: OnlyFans. I can tell.
2: See, C- yeah. Well, I've been looking for it. I haven't <laughs> seen only. it. You've got it, like fans in. only. <laughs> <laughs> so Peterson's bow hunting, man. What, uh, is that a new thing for you, or is that have you been doing that for a while?
4: Uh, I did my first. Let's see, first article with them would have been 2016, um, and then went full time with them in 2018. So okay. going into my fifth year, pretty much. Full-time with them. Uh, freelance for him for a couple years. Got to be like best friends with Jeff Waring and Christian Berg, um, owners and Christian's the head editor. So, I mean, we travel around now and do a lot of hunts. He comes to yeah. Hunts, Ohio. He lives in PA. Got him and Kurt hooked up, you know, Good so dude. like we kind of all collaborate now. So, yeah, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. I mean, I don't do as much freelance anymore as what I used to. A lot of blog work and stuff, but like magazine-wise, pretty much Peterson's like my home base. And then uh, I'll sub out some stuff, North American Whitetail, and you know, little deer and deer hunting and stuff. But yeah, I mean, they take good care of me at Peterson's bow hunting, so I kind of just stick there for the most. Yeah, but good
3: people there. And what I learned in uh, we went to we did the Harrisburg, PA show. Yeah. And we went, you know, the uh, Peterson's office isn't mm-hmm. too far from where that show's at. But the Amish, like, well, Peterson's has a massive Amish following because mm-hmm. they can read print. That's so, their social media. What's crazy? I got recognized. By a group of Amish guys through, few. they recognize Clint and then they're like, oh yeah, the bear guy. And I'm like, I never would have thought I would have got recognized yep. by a group of Amish dudes from, from a magazine. From a magazine, right? yeah. yeah. Not a Facebook. Group That's when or I realized, Instagram I've only post. been in my picture, I had one picture in Peterson's mm-hmm. bow hunting. And of course, they know Clint, you know, he's like their, like, the, you're basically like their outdoor channel, I guess. And then, uh, sure, yeah, sure, so that showed sure. me that, like, the power of Peterson's bow hunting because I've only one pitcher of mine has ever been in there, and they recognize me from it. So that's, pretty, like, that's pretty funny. It was
2: cool. I listened to to just a recent episode and it was about motivation mm-hmm. with you. And for me, yeah. like I love to turkey hunt. That's my thing, man. That's oh, sure. makes me too. Me, makes me tick. Yep. And I think about it 365 days a year. So that yep. motivation is high for me all yep. the time. How do you do that? With I feel like you're like. Tur- turkeys, deer, mule deer—like you're just, you just cocaine. love it, man. That's what he does. What is it? Croquet?
1: Cocaine. Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. you said croquet. I mean, like, How
4: does that come into? You see what I'm drinking right yeah, now? Yeah, will Go from up, this man. monster zero to bush lights, couple lines, and yeah. then I'll be over here. <laughs> <laughs> That'll go for. It.
2: <laughs> I was I was ready to start putting in for elk hunts out out west after I after I listened to that man for it's sure. A, yeah, we should, so. you should do it. I I you know. Hey, if you can
4: kill turkeys with a bow, you can kill anything with a bow.
2: Fair for not. real especially if
4: you're doing it that. especially if you're doing it without blinds and decoys you're just running and gunning
3: 100
4: so one of the hardest animals to kill you got a two by two square you got to hit yeah. literally i mean the kill zone on a turkey everyone's like oh just hit him in the body no
2: no number one
4: they're way. hard to get drawn on they're hard to kill yeah. just to get in the, even Jeez. in position to kill one and then you got to be accurate you know at 30 yards you got to hit a softball yeah that's what you got to do
3: yeah no thanks
2: yeah it's tough yeah it is that is tough hell they're hard enough to hunt with a shotgun they're so. bad man. you're touching
1: yeah. on, a, on a touchy subject with paul on the, the hunting the turkeys with the bows is that you guys do a lot of that or is it we try
2: what just to, <laughs> to like to, to kind of frame where where i come from is like you just said people don't know where to shoot a turkey oh 100 yeah and so you see all the time you see all these shots and I, i'm not against like people bow hunting for turkeys just you got nowhere to hit the goddamn yeah. turkey yeah. with your with your arrow. Like
3: that's all I'm asking. So I decap in school. Like I did that for the first time. Did it's like really? if you miss, you miss. But if you hit them, they die. Yeah. Like if you hit them at all, yep. they die. Yeah. Unless you body hit. Well, you'd, I think you'd still kill one if you body one of the decap. Yeah. D-cap you
2: head, know, I what what really started this frustration. I had I had a conversation with one of the most accomplished bow hunters of all time, and he, you know he, he made a comment to me. He said, you know the the animal that I've lost the most after a shot is a turkey. Hundred yeah. yeah. percent. And I'm like, dude, like, just stop aiming at the same spot. Like, change what you're doing, man. And, yeah. And it's just that's where I get I get frustrated. And it's just it's because I'm a maniac with about yep. turkey. So, yeah. I want people to do it. I just want yep. a little bit of effort, you know. So uh, they're quick, tough, man. Quick, quick random
3: shout-out. Raised Hunting has an awesome video on their YouTube yeah, that, they do. Um, of, like, shot placement. And the shiny spot on the wing yep. is what they point out. Yeah. And ever since, and I just like if someone's new to bow turkeys, I just copy that yep. YouTube link and send that to them. Like, yeah. this is just watch this. Yeah. So for,
2: for sure. So, yeah, we're there get, is like, there is a massive amount yeah, of people. We're about to get hammered.
3: They're now. all we're here to see to, you, Paul. Not me. Oh, here we go. No one. National oh, anthem. National anthem. National anthem. You'll have to edit this. <laughs>
2: That yeah, was that's cool. a good way to so close let's, it, it out. Good. So let's, let's wrap this up every time with I that. appreciate you guys. Let's let's wrap this up. Clint, what uh, what do you got planned for this year, man? Spring, fall, what's what's on oh, your radar? it's
4: coming quick. I got Colorado, Merriam's here in a couple weeks, um, Kansas in a couple weeks, Ohio turkeys, um, probably Wyoming bear camp, Kurt, me, I think Doug, Eric, the whole crew will be in Wyoming with Trey and all the guys. Yep. Um, Africa, a couple Colorado tags. Um, possibly a Utah mule deer late rut and uh, another dreaded elk hunt because I got a score to settle with fucking elk <laughs> and two foot of snow at 20 degrees trying to get Kurt to go on that one but I think he's going to tell me to F off again
3: Elk will for <laughs> September what are you doing um, I'll go quick because we're, we're getting ready to get slammed yeah. um, the bear a little bit of turkeys at home we're going to Africa and then yes, uh, sir. Wyoming elk in September so good deal man uh, Yeah, he's going to
4: bust a giant Wyoming I'm going to I'm going to get the scream again. Hopefully I'm there with him.
2: <laughs> Sounds good, man. We'll keep we'll keep watching. Thanks for having Gentlemen, us. Gentlemen, thanks for your time. Guys. Thanks guys. Thanks. Appreciate it.